As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Well, what's the crack? How are you getting on? You're all very welcome to episode 79 of the Ramble Pod. I was actually to do a buckshot interview right now, but uh, my guest, unfortunately, had a little bit of a tip in the car. So I figured I'm here. I'm just before going into a gig. I've got about, uh, I'd say I've got about half an hour, 40 minutes, and I figured, do you know what? I'm going to bang out a Ramble Pod. While I'm here, I have the gear set up inside in the, the old fucking wagon. The old wagon. Uh, not for long, though. I'm, I'm fucking... I want to sell it. I want to get rid of it. Um, anyone buy, want to buy a Nissan Next Trail? <laughs> um, yeah. So this is number. Today is Friday, the seventh of February, two thousand and nineteen, two thousand and twenty. What's fucking wrong with me? People are still doing that. I saw a fella in front of me this, today signed a two thousand and nineteen and scribbling it out. So, and I was signing into a place yesterday, and almost everybody had written the date. With a strike through the 2019 and 20. So I don't feel too fucking bad. I'm sick again. I'm fucking sick. I, 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 Jesus Christ. I was dying. I was fucking dying. A couple of weeks ago. Thought I'd gotten out of it. Then out of nowhere. You know when you start feeling the old fucking neck. Starts to get a bit sore. The ears start to get a bit fucking sensitive. I'm like you bastard. Are you joking me? You fucking joke me. So I'm going hardcore. I'm fucking snorting lines of fucking lemsip at the minute lads. And not and not just a regular extra strength black current, you know, no big deal. But I'm hardcore. What can I say? Um, yeah, I I should have had a fucking I should have had one out to you this morning. This will probably most will land in most people's uh, podcast app. It'll land there Saturday morning, being the eighth. But for the patrons, it'll go out the second I get back home from this gig. I am gigging in Dante's Comedy Club. Sounds epic, doesn't it? I've never gigged there before. They have a new setup. There's been a few gigs in this place. It's on Bachelor's Walk in Dublin City Centre. So I don't know how I don't have more crashes around the city, to be honest with you. Jesus Christ almighty, the stupid shit you see going on. And just my frustration too probably doesn't fucking help either. You know what I mean? So it's, um, oh, Jesus Christ. It's just a, it's a fucking, I mean, like what, what is it, the alternative? You know, fucking subways, Tom. Says you, fucking subwaves. Apparently there was plans for subwaves fucking years ago. But uh, the semi-subterranean one going up to the airport. But apparently the unions, the trucking unions, have and the buses unions have said, have been blocking it for years. I don't know if I mentioned it. Did I I'd say I've mentioned this on the podcast. Definitely to guests anyway about the, the time they, I think it was near Lingus or Ryanair Pilot was telling me that the whole place is plumbed for fuel. The whole place, all the way around is plumbed for fuel. Fuel pipes running everywhere, right down to the dock. 
so there should be no need in, in fuel trucks coming up and fuel trucks you know when you see in Dublin airport when you're getting on the airplane you see a fuel truck loading up and plugging in beside it well there shouldn't be a need for that there should be need for just a hose plugging into the pipes that are running all the way around and straight into the airplane but because the trucking union send up like 80 trucks a day up there or something like that nah they ain't fucking having these pipes so they have never run live would you believe that if I didn't tell it to you eh? there you are now fucking bastards I am. Um, thank you very much to everybody who got in contact with Harden Up Podcast. A lot of people just mm, liking it, liking it. If this is your first time listening, hit subscribe to this one. This one, the Ramble Pod, this is number 79, so I'm going to have one more, number 80, and then that, the Ramble Pod itself, where I just ramble for a bit, goes over onto my Patreon page, which is, uh, you'll, you'll see it in the show notes. It's if you want to sling a couple of dollars a month at the podcast, you'll get this and you'll get it ad free. There's also the back catalogue of the Tom and Jerry show and I put the Harden Up podcast out a couple of days early as well. So you get everything kind of early and ad-free. And the Tom and Jerry podcast is all up there. And now the Ramble Pod will be moving over there. The Buckshot interviews will still stick around uh, as per my guests can, you know, can make it. Although he's just after message there. He's got a gig as well. So we may we may meet up afterwards and get something done. Um, but yeah, thank you very much to everybody. Very nice words. Some nice fucking... Some nice old uh, reviews too on the Apple Podcast. Do the same for this. If you're listening through Apple Podcasts, just scroll down and just bang the five stars. Write something if you want to write something. There's been some funny shit written, and I like that. I, I, it gives me an old chuckle. I'll, grab a, I'll do a screen grab and I'll throw it up there. But it does give me an old chuckle if you do want to throw it. But, or just hit the five stars, whichever you want. Do you know what I mean? Um, I was out this morning, I swear to God, and I saw one of the best things ever. Like, there's nothing like watching a, a, a scrap in nature. You know what I mean? I've seen, like, a cow eating a crow. I think I've talked about this before. Um, I watched a pheasant was in the backyard. Of course, a dog is losing her fucking mind. But you know what I mean? I was. I said, look, leave the poor old pheasant there. He's picking away these berries on this on this old bush. And I'm watching him, and he's, he's happy out. He's gobbling these things down. Good old, right? And then out of nowhere, this bullfinch comes down and swoops, like, scared the shit out of him, right? It's clearly his bush. But then Big Boss Man, I talked about these angry little fuckers before, down comes a fucking robin and actually hit him. Hit him. Like a pheasant is bigger than a fucking hen, right? A robin is smaller than your fist. Nah, robin didn't give no fucks. Robin was like, motherfucker, these are my berries. This is my backyard, motherfucker. The robin actually fucking kamikazed into the side of his head. Scared the living fuck. Off he fucking went. Imagine that. Imagine going back to the rest of the pheasants going, so what's it like down that yard? Yeah, it's grand. Yeah, it's grand. I just, ah, fuck it, you know. Not enough berries and stuff, you know, so I might give it a miss again. Oh, yeah. Uh, what happened to the old eye there? Uh, did, you, did you slap it off the door on the way in or the way out? <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was getting out of the shower, actually, this morning. We don't shower. We're not, you know, we're not humans. We're pheasants. Yeah, well, I was showering this morning, trying a new thing. And would you believe it? I slapped my, I slapped my, yeah, I slapped my face on the side of the shower getting out. Then all of a sudden, one of the other lads comes in and goes, lads, 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 you're not going to believe it. But fucking, G- oh, you're here. Oh, Jim, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, go on. Fucking tell him. Okay, lads, Jim, what the fuck, man? You let a robin beat the fuck out of you. I- Fucking bullfinch scared the shit out of you, and then a robin beat the shit out of you. Man, is that what the black eye is all about? Yes. That, so you're not showering? No, I'm not fucking showering. 
Ah. What, you let a robin beat the fuck out of you? Sure, robin would fit into your back pocket if we'd pockets. Yeah, well, you know, they're psychos. He'd a fucking knife. So, I'm just saying. I'm, I left it off. A fucking robin. Jim, I don't know, can we let you in the fraternity anymore? The pheasant fraternity? Jesus Christ, that is embarrassing. This gets out. Nobody saw. The fucking human Tom fella he saw. He's going to tell a fucking whole pile of podcast people. That's what he's going to do. Nah, nah, nah. It'll be grand. Be grand. <laughs> What's fucking wrong with me? This is what happens when you fucking mainline fucking Lemsip lads. You start talking shit like this. Boy, I, it just made me so happy. That moment. Honestly. I don't know why I got so excited by it. It just made me so fucking happy. Just a pheasant getting the shit beaten out of him by a couple of little tiny words. Just fucking good times. Where was I gigging last week? Where the fuck was I? Um, Where the fuck? Over the weekend. Where was I? Oh, lads. I was fucking somewhere. Oh! I don't know if I was... Fucking hell. I what? Where? I was in Ashbourne. I was. I was over at Keith Fox's place in Ashbourne. I fucking was. Um, was I talking to you since then? Was I talking to you since the yoke was on the telly? A lot of very nice messages from people who I don't know. People that know you won't message you. This is just an Irish thing. They won't say, hey, class. When you meet them, they'll go, hey, uh, you got on it twice. What's uh, That's good going. Good going. <laughs> Which I don't mind. Um, yeah. Yeah, laughter on the air. Got a great response, apparently. So that's cool. Or laughter in the air. It's very, very good. If you haven't seen it, look at it. On, look it up on the on the RT player. It's not just a straight stand-up comedy show. It actually shows Galway in an unbelievable light. You know what I mean? So I think the tourism board are on it. Like RT having a pot to piss in. So I would say the tourism board they may be on it. Like there's been a couple of failed attempts at like stand-up shows before, and I talked about ones in the past that I did like where they didn't mic up the audience. It's some weird. They you know what I mean? They brought nobody in on board that knew anything about stand-up comedy. They'd all cut away to the audience that were wrong. Do you know, like they, you know, like the Apollo probably overdoes it. Like the canned laughter is just fucking ugh. But you get it. You know what I mean? It's it's pumped out. It's it's got all the right ingredients. If from a comedian's point of view, it's a little bit over the top. But you know, you'll go with it. But like some of these ones that I've done in the past, like there was one before called Liffy Laughs, I think, and I think there was one in the Roshin Dove before, and it was middle of the road production. You know, this wasn't. It wasn't brilliant. It was like it was. It was very good, but. You know, you can tone down the shots. You don't need that many shots. The lighting flares and all the rest of it. But it came up, you know, I'm happy enough with it. So there's talks of a continuation, which would be great for Irish stand-up comedy because, you know, you know, there's like four people. And you, it's the shock on people's faces. They come to a gig and they're like, holy fuck, I've been paying fucking 60 quid to go see Blah Blah for the last 10 years. And you fucking would absolutely annihilate them. They're like, yeah, I know. I know, they just got in early enough. That's all that is. So, and there's a bunch of fucking murderers out there that would, and that's what it would inspire you about the whole Geddes thing because he's, you know, with no traditional media, he's built his own fucking name and he's filling out fucking theatres or arenas in the, in Belfast. So, I think there's time for a change in the guard because a lot of these guys, they're lazy and stale as fuck. Um, and it's easy to happen. If you're fucking getting mega paying gigs you know, you're selling out a fucking tour. How hungry are you? You know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong. Some of these big names are still absolutely fucking murderers. But 
you know, some of them, they can either buck up or fuck off one or the other. Like, you know, it's just, it's got to happen. It's the way it, it's the way of sporting ways, you know. But it's a thing we have in, in Ireland and Irish media as well. Keep trucking out the, like, the usual owl. And if somebody's made any kind of a name, in, they'll truck the fuck out of them. Um, you know, so it's 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 time for a fucking changing of the guard. I could name you ten people that would murder the top the, the top ten most famous comedians in Ireland right now. And by murder, I don't mean murder. I mean murder in a stage stand. You know, like an actual fucking a head to head, one on after the other. Give them two twenty minute sets and see who can do the most damage. And I guarantee you, even the name, even because the, the name is a big thing. If you step on stage and people all know your name and shit. That's that's bought you fucking fifty percent already. You could stand there. People give you fucking so much time on the ball, but it doesn't make a difference. I can guarantee you, these ten blokes or ten people would, uh, yeah, they 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 fucking murder. They're murder. But I look. I'm not going to get into it. And that I don't want it to sound bitchy or anything, but it's just the truth. That's the reality of it. What the fuck else? Where else was? Oh, the Ashbourne gig was fucking lovely. What a great room that Keith Fox has. Um. You might remember him, long-term listeners of the podcast. Keith was the fellow who had uh, testicular cancer, and he lost a ball. So, he's still, he's trucking along. Didn't make a blind bit of difference to him. They're after having a baby. So, fucking, he's going on just one one bank of cylinders, and it didn't make a blind bit of difference to him or to his missus. They were still able to have a perfectly healthy baby. So, it's great. But yeah, gorgeous little room above the Fox's Den in Ashburn. It seemed like it was packed. Fucking! Pa- it was just great to see it. A good bloke being able to run a good fucking room. I hope it lasts because what? Again, what? Again, I'm sounding very cynical, but what can often happen is publicans get fucking hungry as shit, and you all of a sudden you got a full house one month, and the next thing, next month, yeah, don't have quite as full, and they're just going, "Hi, well, what's the fucking crack?" Like, you know, I'm just saying I could have a fucking a twenty first up there, or, or they just go ahead and book shit because quite often or not, publicans don't give a fuck about anything, and they just go ahead and book shit. They just want all they're looking at is the books for numbers, which is fair enough. But if you built a little bit of culture up there, you'd have it solidly. You could have a bi weekly. You know what I mean? A fucking lovely room up there with old Jim Bob and Ashley Bentley was on as well by Jim Bob. Friend of the podcast, Jim Elliott was on. Lovely spot. And then, of course, I was back in, oh, one of my favourite places. I was back in the Roshin Dove on Tuesday. Oh, God, it puts me in such a good mood. Such a good fucking mood. Lord save us and guard us. I was in, um, where was it? Yeah, we got over there a little early and we went for fucking, there's a place called Hooked up the road from the Roshin Dove. Oh, Jesus. I don't be having the fish enough, lads. I should have fish more often. Because that's all they serve in this place. There's no, like, we're a fish restaurant, but we'll do you an old steak. Nah, you want a steak, fuck off somewhere else. I like that. You know what I mean? Go always by the sea. We serve fish. Relax. And have a fuck of fish. And it was, fuck. oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, they have some snazziness to it. it was very, very, very nice. Um, There was, who else was on? Sean Begley was on. I've only seen him the once. Uh, lovely fella. He's from over that neck of the woods, but I think he lives in Bray. Carl Spain, of course, was hosting. Fucking jammed house. Lovely. Fucking class to see these jammed houses. At least because it makes for, you know, far easier comedy if the place is fucking jammed. But it's just, it's getting out there. You know what I mean? And I, I guess in the TV show, it's something to do with it, you know. But at the same time, it's just, apparently it's been like that every week for the last couple of weeks. In fucking January and February, lads. That is 
class. Like fucking live stand-up comedy. Not this fucking candle after horse shit that you see on fucking Michael McIntyre. And people just get excited because they buy it as gifts. Oh, what's that fat fucker? What's his name? Gyal Bread. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. You know, this beige fucking... I won't offend anybody, comedy. But I'll do stuff that your nan likes. Blah, fuck off. Well then, maybe I'm the fool. Who knows? Myself and no one talked about that over on Hard Enough Podcast. Are we mad to not be doing, you know, um, nice, spongy, softy stuff? Maybe we fucking are. If you're doing bubblegum comedy, you know, maybe that's the way to do it. I mean, but then, like I said, the counter, the counter argument to that is get us going on about, you know, fucking some nastier shit than I go on out. Um, or there, thereabouts, anyway. So you look at it and go, yeah, well, maybe, you know, maybe people... Maybe I don't want a bunch of fucking nanas in the audience going, oh, I love a joke about isn't it guess when you're going holidays. You know, maybe I, maybe I don't want those people. No, there's no maybe about it. I fucking don't want those people. But the Roisin Dove was gorgeous. Who else was on? Um, who the fuck else was on? Niall Horsk. Horsk, I have saw... Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fuck, I've never asked Niall how to say his fucking name. He runs the show over there for... in the He runs the comedy club, but he is a comedian as well. Very, very funny. He's he's a very un-gay gay dude, but his, his gay stuff is very fucking funny. Very original. Very fucking funny. Philip Schofield is gay. Fuck. Who would have thunk it? Huh? Who would have fucking guessed that Philip Schofield was going to be gay? I don't know. Shocker. Absolute. <laughs> Hi, guys. Good morning. Right. Yeah. But then, you know, sometimes, like, some of those uh, British, like, you know, entertainment hosts can be a little camp anyway. But, um, but everybody's got to, he's so brave. You're like, oh, really? What about somebody who's getting shot at? Do you know what I mean? Or somebody who's a fucking, you know, works on a fucking security on, a, on the Lewis. Like... That's a brave person, because what the fuck could possibly happen to a guy who works in the entertainment industry in England, coming out as being gay when we all pretty much guessed it as much? Like, I would get, he like, if he came out with it in Lithuania, he's a brave motherfucker, a lunatic. Is it Lithuania is the one where they, or the Czech Republic? No. Was it, is it Lithuania? No. Is it Kazakhstan? Where was it where they, they have, let me just fucking look it up. Where they have camps. Gay uh, gay camps isn't going to really do it. Sure, it's not, lads. Let me just have a fucking look. Um, concentration camps. Jesus Christ. This is something you have to have. Concentration camps in Poland. What? No. 
Oh, cool. well, there was, yeah, of course, there's Auschwitz. But let me just see. I don't want that. Thank you. Yeah. Let's just see. Oh, the, what's the meaning of the pink triangle? Chechnya. There we are. Chechnya. Now, if you came out as being gay in Chechnya, you're either a fucking lunatic or you're the bravest motherfucker going. Because you're going, they're either going to chop your head off or you're going into a concentration camp. Doing it while working for the BBC on morning television where you talk about, you know, flower patterns and people cooking in the entertainment industry. You know, you know, you're among friends. You're among friends. I mean, brave enough to come out to the wife. But let's be honest. The wife isn't going to go, like, you know, face slap moment. She's going to go, yeah, I know, I know, I know. You, yeah, you use all my moisturizer. You know what I mean? So, like, no biggie. She's like... I don't know, his statement made out she was pretty cool about it and her daughter's, you know. But again, if you're not fucking overly surprised, then you're not overly surprised. Um, who else was that? Oh, there was another lad. Hornybrook was his name. What a surname, Hornybrook. He looked 12. He was 18. He was doing the open mic. and Very good. Very, very funny. Um, and will be, like, sticks with it. He's going to be good. He um he did like five minutes and did his five minutes. It was great to see it. Did a fucking strong five minutes and got the fuck off. It was lovely. And then I was on and the audience were just, oh, Lord. It's such a big warm hug. You know what I mean? You forget about all the fucking, the mad gigs you do. Like It was such a warm hug. They're with you on every fucking thing. It was just new stuff I was trying out because, like I said, we're, I'm fucking, I'm itching. I'm itching to bring a show on the road, people. A stand-up show on the road. So I'm making plans. I have one pretty much written that no comedy club has even seen yet. Bits and pieces have been tried out, but um, I'm fairly confident it'll fucking it'll go all right. But, yeah, I've got, got an itch. Even though we're having a production meeting about the caveman on on uh, Monday. You know, we'll, uh, we'll see because, obviously, they're talking about a ton of dates for that. But theatres and whatnot. I'm talking about doing smaller venues for stand-up. Just to do, you know, maybe coincide or maybe immediately afterwards. But I'm fucking itching to get out and do, you know, my own hour or whatever on the road. And you, all you find people are going to fucking come and see it. That's the, that's the beauty of it. I can fucking let you know when it's on, lads. Straight to your ear holes. We don't have to go fucking paying no cunt. Although I probably will. I probably will. You do need a, a production company of some sort to produce it. You do. You need something. You fucking do. There's just no two ways about it. You can you can talk about it all you want. And that's the big problem, is getting the name out there. You know what I mean? That's what I was talking about earlier. It's not really down to a quality thing because you fucking feel sorry for people who are just ripping it up. Ripping fucking the roof off places every weekend. But they're just not getting the profile as a result of it. You know, trying to do their own shows and stuff. Um, but yeah, Jesus Christ. Every two seconds there's a fucking siren going off in this place. So, where was... Oh, and tonight... Yeah, Dante's Comedy Club. Where am I? Monday, actually, Monday night. Then I'm over in Cherry Comedy Club. Which I haven't done in a good long while. But that's a lovely room. It's upstairs in Wheelands. Monday night, they pack it out. Fucking beautiful. And then... I'll be over in City Limits. I'll be down in Cork on the 15th. Lovely fucking job. I do have a couple more to stick up. All right, there's... um, There is a... Oh, the Brass Fox. That jumped in there, the 21st. That's going to be down in... Wicklow Town. I don't know who I'm on with, but I think I've been asked to host it. Uh, so I'm going to host that, see what the crack is. And then Caveman is going to be in Enniskillen on the 29th. So that one randomly is just sitting in the middle of the calendar. I think the real plan is to aim for 
you know, a few in May, and then kick the fucking tits off it for the end of or September, October, go through the autumn, and then into next year. But randomly, that one's sitting there. So if anybody in the Ennis Gillen direction, it won't be back up around your way for another good long while. So come on over, fucking hell, come on over to Ennis Gillen. We have a right old crack. I am back up though doing stand up. I'm in where am I? Yeah, the Errigal Inn. Where the fuck is that? Paddy McDonald, who's from Belfast, so I'm guessing it's fucking, it's in Belfast, the Errigal Inn, I'm going to be doing a gig there on, in March, so, anybody listening, up that neck of the woods, 21st of March, I'm going to be in the Errigal Inn, there we are, fucking exciting times, oh lord save us, what time is it do I have to go to this fucking gig, um, Christ, I saw something the other day, that just got me, I just, just, sometimes shit can be fucking retro out out the absolute gate. So I upgraded the old, the old dog and bone. That's just time for it. I got one of the Huawei's. Still haven't taken it out of the box, mind. It's. Just, <laughs> I might just give it to herself. I I was due an upgrade, so I went gone, gone. So, um, but could I give a fuck about phones? This one is working fine. But I'm there, right? I'm just waiting on this lad. God bless him. He looked like he was ready to fucking keel over. Some job to be standing. This lad's fucking. This lad's frame. He had some timber on him. Oh, Jesus Christ, this lad to be standing fucking eight hours a day. Oh, Christ above. He was panting, just walking over to the fucking, the poor bastard. I don't know how you'd even keep the size on, like, do you know? But we're talking, he was a fucking tank. He was uh, going over to the fucking old photocopier and he was fucking sweating and everything. But this woman in front of me, right, she was buying her young fella a phone. Fucker looked about 23 too, he'd want to be pulling his fucking jocks up. And he looked old, like, like he didn't look like a 17 year old. He looked like he'd fucking all his back teeth, as my mother would say. But, <laughs> but she's given it to her, you know, because, of course, it's in that cunt of a place, Dundrum. It's fucking handy because I pass it a lot. And fucking phone shops give me enough of a fucking dose at the best of times anyway. But I, we stopped in there, and here was this lad. The mother was buying him a phone, right? And just shock of all shocks, she whips out the checkbook. Ha! Huh? The fucking checkbook. When did you last see a fucking checkbook? I was waiting for some 90s music to kick in somewhere like. And remember, the, like most of the people listening to this won't even remember. And I barely remember because I, I sure as shit didn't even have a fucking checkbook at the time. I was a fucking tiny child. But there was kind of a thing where there was another yoke where you could put a credit card in and it would take an imprint. You'd slide, slide, slide it back and forth and it would take an imprint. But this one wrote a check. Huh? Writing fucking checks. What? Do you know? I, I kind of love that. Like, just fuck all this now. Fuck the lottie. I'm writing a fucking check. And it was like, you could see your man kind of double looking going, I've never seen one of them. Because he was young enough lad, like, was like I've ne- never, like, they used to be a big fucking thing with the farmers, like, back in the day, they'd go into the co-op and they do all the shopping for the wife. Or into super value. And you'd see a big dirty fucking check come up then, like. Checkbook out Out with the checkbook It was a real farmery thing Like This one busts out The fucking checkbook I didn't even think They were still accepted But The transaction fucking happened Anyway Regardless It's fucking class I kind of wanted to shake her hand And go Fuck What are you even buying A modern phone for You know You should have A 6210 You know Driving a big old Fucking Land Cruiser From 1989 Land Cruiser Like Do you know Or a Pajero From 1992 Just a legend of a one And Slapped it up there Like Yeah Now now, I'm fucking, now, here we go. Fucking checkbook. 
and the shock on your man's face he just didn't know what to do so apparently lads if you're still writing checks most phone shops will fucking take them they'll fucking take them and Jesus Christ not only did this lad try to upsell me every kind of a fucking thing lad, but there's two or three staff came over then they're trying to sell me fucking in this yoke and that yoke I spice I'm grand I want my upgrade that's it on the same plan I'm fucking on yeah but listen boys you're fucking salesman I get it but hold it for the next person because you're getting nothing out of me not a fucking penny are you getting out of me and they quickly oh stop there was a lad he came over and started helping the the big lad. He was of of Indian, possibly Pakistani descent, and his name was Shri. Right, his name, his first name was Shri, and he worked in three. And again, the twelve year old into me in in me wanted to go. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. To be fair, because. I was fairly thick at that stage. Now, like, they, like I shouldn't get so fucking angry by shopping centres, but Jesus, they get me so... They just wind me up. I, you know what I mean? I'm a relatively smart person, like, to a degree, anyway. I shouldn't get... I should be able to control myself, lads. But I just get wound up by fucking... I just get wound up by these fucking things. I don't know. I, I, I don't fucking know why, but I do. Jesus, man. Does anybody else get wound up? By f- oh, geez, fucking old shopping centres, just give me a fucking dose. Oh, it's windy as fuck outside. Apparently, there's another storm on the way. Um, Ireland play Wales tomorrow. Should be a dirty one if the weather is as bad as they're going to say. I don't know. A lot of people were giving out about the Scotland game last week, but I, I kind of like the fucking attitude of some of the players afterwards. They were like, "Yeah, got the fucking job done. Fuck off." Do you know? But did they get the job done and off? What if and you're like, what were you expecting? They met together for five training sessions out in fucking out in Portugal. What the fuck were you expecting? It's going to be the same thing for at least a year. Do you know what I mean? So what the fuck were you expecting? Relax, will you, for the love of Jesus Christ. And tomorrow will be much of the same. And if anything, it'll be up to fucking jumper rugby like. Because if it's going to be pissing down fucking rain, I love that shit. I just keep it in the forwards and just start smashing each other. But the game of the weekend was England getting fucking bet by France. It was an awesome fucking bit. They call it shithousing on a fucking game. Just acting the cunt, basically, is what shithousing is. And essentially, the little scrum half, as a fellow Marrow Otoji, big fucking, big powerful second row for, for England, always wears a scrum cap. His scrum cap came flying off, and they were right on the line like England were on the French line. And rather than your man just not bothering with it, the French scrum half, as Marrow Otoji reached in to grab it, he just fucking caught it and fucked it 50 yards behind him. Up it. <laughs> I just love it. Just as pure fuck back, you cunt. There needs to be more of that stuff. Like, you know what I mean? I think they should bring back in rocking. Proper fucking rocking with your studs. Because it'll stop lads getting offside. And it doesn't hurt that fucking much. In the heat of the moment, and I'll fucking tip of the studs on the back of your hand to fucking keep your hand away from it. To keep your head out of the stupid places too. And your fucking back. You know, if you could just fucking root a fell out of it with, a couple, with your studs. You know, I reckon it'd fucking... It'll level the playing field. I'm just saying, I like it a bit fucking old school. And we have, uh, yeah, Storm Kira. Storm Kira. So apparently she's going to blow the shit out of the place. And there's snow due next week. Well, fucking lovely. Just fucking lovely. Where am I driving far next week? Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking hell. What gig is it next week? No, Cork. Hopefully, by the time we, the end of the week, all I've all gig work at home next week. So that's grand. And a big fucking election. Huh? How are you going to vote? Who fucking knows? They all seem as weird as the fucking necks, and none of them are going to do fucking anything. They sure shit aren't going to do anything for me, anyway. 
Oh, whatever about your average person. Unless they get, throw me a few more pounds for the child. For the child! But I don't think they fucking are. Unless they're going to throw me a few more pounds for the child. Or they're going to sling me, I don't know, fucking... They're going to cut the fucking VAT rate. But none of them are talking about that. So I, I, I might actually vote for that mad fucker. What's his name? Have you seen that fucker with the with the hurley smashing fucking plasterboards again? Have you seen that mad fucker? That's the fella to vote for. Because he hasn't been fucking... He hasn't been compromised. Do you know? He's stone fucking mad, but he hasn't been compromised. Unless he's been sponsored, you know, they're taking backhanders of a Hurley company. Like, but <laughs> he's just... Have, have a look. Just look for that fucker. What's his name? Oh, I won't even... Just look up politician fucking Hurley. Look it up on YouTube. You won't, He was around in the last election as well. And it was the worst shit you've ever seen. This is slightly better production quality but it's it's still shite but I like him because that's the fella you need to vote for is the mad fucker the rest of the slimy bastards so you can't fucking you can't you know oh, like I'm this isn't a political podcast I'm not au fait on politics but I've never found as a sole trader slash fucking self-employed person that I've ever found any benefit from any changes in the government none none only the fact that the VAT rate went up by fucking 2% you cunts well, one and a half percent. Do you know what I mean? That's the only, like, there's almost nothing to benefit me. If you're a PAYE or whatever like that, you may get fucking benefits. I've never. So, I don't even know why they want tax off me because I am my own fucking island. But you have to pay tax. Rotten bastards. Rotten fucking bastards. Anyway, like I said, anybody want to buy in this NX trail? One for <laughs> I'm going to have to get out of here, lads. I have to head to this gig. Thank you all very much for listening. Like I said, if it's your first time listening, hit subscribe. If you haven't subscribed to Harden Up Podcast, you'll see it in the show notes. On I'll put the Apple link in there. But if you type in Harden Up Podcast, it'll pop up on all your best platforms. Whatever platform you typically listen on, go look for it. You'll see myself and Colgan's head. That'll be out every week as well. Also, if you want to support the Patreon, you'll get the Ramble Pod coming to your ear holes fucking exclusively after number 80. So there you have it. There you have it. There is the merch shop as well. Have an old gander if you feel like it. I'm getting some fair fucking weird looks off this lad next door to me. Um, right. Go on away, gang. Enjoy the rest of the fucking weekend. And I'll talk to you again next week. Good luck. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.